Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Thank you, Lord. Everyone is doing well? Always looking forward to come to church, to meet all of you, and to worship the Lord with you. It's wonderful to have a family. The church is like a family. We cannot just walk our faith walk by ourselves. We need brothers and sisters to encourage us, to help us to grow, and we can do the same thing to other people. So it's wonderful to have a family in this city that we can be a part of, and we can serve God together. Amen? Are you ready for the Word of God? How many people love the Word of God? I noticed one thing lately that we have so many new comers and new guests, new people who consider to join the church or already join the church. And I just want to encourage you one thing, that um, we have the CD table or the MP3 table that you can bring your hard drive or you can bring your memory stick to download the sermon. And there are a few sermons, series, that I would like to encourage you to really listen. I'm not talking about the new believers. New believers, you need to listen to basic. But I'm talking about old believers. And those series are, number one, the file of God. Because if you don't understand about the file of God in this church, you're going to be out of place all the time. Because we practice the fire of God. Two, the laying on of hands. Three, unseen enemy. The unseen enemy which talk about our enemies of our soul. Demons and uh, evil spirit that come and steal and kill and destroy God's people. The reason I ask you to listen to this series, because number one, is for your own education. Number two, so you can understand what we are doing here and you will not be confused and these three subjects are very rare in the church in America. You go to many churches and you may have never heard this for 30 years. But it's in the Bible. And if you don't listen, you will miss a lot. Because even Jesus everywhere, he moved in the power of the Holy Spirit and healed and cast out demons. So I would like to encourage you to really listen to all these three series carefully. And you will learn a lot. Amen. So just care for you and want you to really get the blessing in the house of God instead of being confused and always have questions come up. What's going on here? You know, when you have questions, you should study. You should go into the Word and see what the Word of God says. That's how I am. If I have some question about how to walk with God, I will study the Bible and I will understand and put into practice. Today we will continue to talk about the love of God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for the opportunity to hear your word. We believe faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. And we ask for the light of heaven to shine upon our spirit, the revelation of God, to understand the real truth, the right doctrine, the way to live this short life on earth, relatively short life, to be productive for you, to give you all the glory and honor, Lord. Lord, we realize that your people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. 
They don't know their right. They don't know the promise of God. They don't know what to do because they don't know the Bible. Therefore, Father, please help this church to teach your word faithfully and to have the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon this teaching so that it will not be just mere word of man, but it will be the words spoken by the Spirit of God. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. John chapter 13, verses 34 to 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. How do your unsaved relatives know that you are a real Christian? How do they know that God is real? God is real. He is not just a makeup story. How do people know? This scripture tells us they know because they observe that Christians in the church and between churches love one another. This command is specifically to the church that as believers, we need to love our fellow believers, whether in the same church or the same denomination, or different denomination, we should love our Christian brother and sister. Yes, we need to care for the lost. Yes, we need to show love to those who don't know Jesus. But this command is specifically given to the believers. In heaven, there is no such thing that people say, hey guy, you cannot come into this neighborhood. I am charismatic. You are Baptist. Don't come in. Don't come in. We are more special than you. You will never see that in heaven. In the same way on earth, we need to treat our brother and sister, whatever denomination they are in, we need to treat them with love, be sweet to them, kind to them, and we don't argue over the doctrinal differences. We may say, I don't agree with you, but I love you anyway. And we're going to be nice to each other. We can disagree, but we don't have to reject and hate each other. We can disagree without being disagreeable. Christian brothers and sisters should love one another, no matter what backgrounds they have, what kind of denominational and doctrinal belief they have. In heaven, there is no segregation according to sex, skin color, nationality, language, or denomination, or any type of differences God never discriminates anybody. So God wants heaven to be established on earth. Lately, God speaks to me a lot. This scripture that Jesus taught people how to pray. He said in Luke chapter 11, verse 2. So he said to them, when you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This scripture mentioned that the will of God is not perfectly done on earth yet. But we can pray that the perfect will of God and the plan of God will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Definitely in heaven, there is no segregation. There is no discrimination. There is no denomination in heaven. They all love each other. In heaven, there is no sickness. There is no poverty. There is no tear, no cry, no sorrow. We want to bring heaven on earth here. As believers, we need to believe 
and pray that heaven will permeate into the earth, which is a sinful world full of wickedness and sinful things. We should love our brothers and sisters in any denomination. We love our Catholic brothers. We should love our Presbyterian brothers and sisters. We should love also Baptist brothers and sisters. We should love also charismatic brothers and sisters. Can we love them? Yes, we can love them. Not by our own ability, but we can love them with the love of God. In order to be able to love brother and sister, have you ever experienced? Sometimes you talk to some brother and sister in the church, and you are annoyed, and you feel like they are poking to you, and you like to stay away. Some of them, and especially in international church like this, that we have different cultures. Some of you may like to eat bread. And I don't know why they always serve rice here. <laughs> I like bread, but they serve rice. <laughs> He commands us to love one another, in order to be able to love people who are different from us, those who are unlovely, those who sometimes step on our toes. The first thing we do, we need to believe. That God loves us, and not only that, we need to receive the love of God. We need to experience the love of God ourselves. Believe that God loves us, and when we can believe that God loves us and receive the love of God, then we will have that love in our heart to be able to go out and minister love to other people, in order to reach out to the lost. It's not just about go on the street and preaching to them. It's not just about banking people with the Bible. Repent, you sinners! You go to hell. That's not going to help people to come to God. Amen. In order to reach out to the lost, the Bible say, the goodness of God leads people to repentance. People need to see the goodness of God in our life. They need to see love in our life. They need to see that brother and sister love one another instead of fighting one another in the church. We cannot just quote the scripture. People need to see the goodness of God in our daily life. They need to see the light on our face, the light of God. They need to see the joy of God and the glory of God through our eyes and our voice. They need to see that we love them. We love one another. We walk in love. When they see that, they say, "Hey, I want to know your God, because your God is good. Your God is love." They need to see that you are genuinely happy, genuinely peaceful, not yelling in the office and get angry and throw stuff around. You need to be peaceful and loving. And when they come to church, they see that brother and sister love one another. The joy should be in your face. You know, joy is not only my daughter, but joy is a sign of a healthy church. Joy is a sign of the healthy church. If people come to church, everyone cry and and negative, it's not healthy church because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So many Christians are mourning and crying and get depressed over the calamities and the problems in the world. Jesus already prophesied that. The sinful situation in the world will get worse when we come close to the end time. 
Jesus already prophesied that the darkness in the world will get worse as we get closer to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, the world is full of problem, but we are not of the world. We live in the world, but we are not of the world. John chapter 16, verse 33, the Bible says, This thing I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Cheer up. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You have Jesus in you, and Jesus gives you victory, and you can overcome the world. Turn to the person next to you and say, cheer up. Cheer up. Ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. Can I see a big smile on your face? Can I see your, your happy people? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you know that depressed Christians are one of the worst kind of witness for Christ Jesus? If you are depressed all the time, people will not know Jesus. Because depressed Christians demonstrate the contradiction to the definition of the word Christians. Christians mean those who are like Christ. And the word Christ means the anointed one. And the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9, you have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, your God has anointed you, you mean Jesus, capital Y, with the oil of gladness more than your companions. Was Jesus anointed with the oil of sadness? No. He was anointed with the oil of gladness. Sometimes you see picture of Jesus on the wall in some churches or some home. You see Jesus in those pictures look sad and mad. I don't believe so. I don't think God is mad and sad. I believe God is very strong and joyful. Amen. There is only short period of time that Jesus was grieving. And that was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He was grieving because he knew that he's going to face sufferings. He's going to have to take the sins and the sickness and disease and all the affliction of all mankind from the past to the end of the world on him. He would be crucified. He would be rejected by even his own people and even by the Father in heaven. That's why he was grieved. But Jesus is not in the Garden of Eden anymore. Jesus is not in the tomb and on the cross anymore. He is anointed with the oil of gladness. And we should have the same character as, as Jesus. We should be people who feel with joy, happy, laughing. Amen? Happy people, not sad people. That's why children love to be around Jesus. The Bible says in Matthew 18, 3, As surely I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. God, the children are going to go to heaven. And children love to be around God because Jesus is a cheerful person. He's a very joyful person. I want to ask you to check your life off and on, to look at your mirror off and on when you wake up in the morning. And you drive to work and you ask yourself, am I sad today? 
Do I have a long face today? Am I joyful? You have to ask yourself, are you representing Jesus? Or are you are depressed and sad and crying and complaining? Again, the Bible says, God wants heaven to come on earth here. Revelation chapter 21, the Bible says, there is no more sorrow. There's no more crying, no more death, no more dying in heaven. There is no mental institution in heaven. There is no hospital in heaven. You don't need amitriptyline. Amitriptyline is the medication for depression. You don't need Prozac and Trazodone in heaven. Because everywhere in heaven is full of joy. The church of Jesus Christ should represent heaven. People walk in, they can see joy on your face. They can see the joy unspeakable, full of glory in the life of the believers. Amen? Many Christians are negative, unhappy, griping, complaining, finding faults, judging somebody. And when they do that, I can guarantee their relative don't want to come to know God because they don't represent true Christianity. True Christianity, joyful, loving, kind, happy, positive, forgiving, doing good to people, loving people, victory, full of faith, full of peace. I want member of this church to demonstrate true Christianity. I was shocked before I came to the U.S. I thought that America is a Christian country. When I was in Thailand, because I would live in Buddhist country. Before I flew here, I thought, oh, I'm going to come into the Christian country. But I find out that a lot of people in the hospital, at that time I worked at Harborview Hospital, a lot of people hated churches and Christians. A lot of nurses and doctors looked down upon Christianity. I was so upset. Why they looked down on my God? And I find out later on that because Christians don't represent God very well, some Christian doctor in the hospital complained and yelled at the nurse and very rude, very mean, very arrogant. And now I understand why people don't want to be Christian in America. Because Christians don't represent God very well. Let us represent God very well, that we are positive. We are joyful. We are peaceful. We are loving people. We are full of faith and full of joy and love on our faith and lifestyle. Amen? Everyone say, true Christianity. How many people want to represent God in a real way? Amen. First John chapter 5, verse 4. The Bible says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Faith will bring joy. Because when you trust God, you will have joy. When you have doubt and unbelief, you are depressed. When you see the situation and you don't have faith, you start to get depressed. But when you have faith, you are joyful. You can laugh in the middle of bad situation. Let us become a Christian this way. When people see you and watch your life, they will think in their mind, I would like to get what they have. When they look at you, they see the joy of God on your face. You laugh, you're happy people. They see the blessing and the goodness of God upon your life. 
They see the peace on your eyes. They can feel the anointing from your voice. They can feel the love from your eye contacts, how you love them and care for them. You are the salt and the light of the world. You are God's representative, the ambassador of God. You are the proof of God's reality, goodness, and love. You represent God in the real way. And then people want to come to know Jesus because you represent him. People don't know God, don't see God, but they see you who are representative of Jesus Christ on earth here. And then they say, I want to have what you have because you represent God in a real way. And let the gospel work in our life so that people will see the gospel through us. Amen? Instead of being Scribing and complaining and being negative all the time, we should repent and change and grow up to become mature Christians. Psalm 113 verses 4 to 9. This is the Lord that we worship. The Lord is high above all nations. His glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God. Who dwells on high. Who humbles himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and in the earth. He raises the poor out of the dust and he lifts the needy out of the edge. He, is God good? He lifts you up. He helps you. He shows goodness to you. That he may see it with princes, with the princes of his people. He grants the barren woman a home like a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord. This scripture describes that God is good. That's why we should be joyful. God lift us up. We experience the love of God. I want to encourage all of you to really read the Bible and see that God is really good and God is really love and experience the love of God yourself. I can love the members in the church not because I'm a great man, but because I experience the love of God, I have the first-hand experience of the love of God. And I can love you, and I want you to experience the love of God through me. I experience the love of God because God is so good to me. When I came to the U.S., I did not have even one paperwork, no document. Walk into the Harborview Hospital and ask for a job. No documentation that I am a doctor. And God performed a miracle to give me a job at Harborview Hospital. Six months later, I got paid. Six months later, I became the chief resident, even though I was speaking with accent. God was so good to me. God gave me the job. God gave me education. God helped me in my surgery. Every single day, he helped me. He's so good to me. How many people experienced that God loved you? He helped you. He provide for you. Are you overwhelmed by the love of God? Can we love people because God loves us first? Because God loves us first, we want to love people. First John chapter 4, verses 18 to 19. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. When you walk in love, you don't have fear anymore. You have bonus. Because fear involves torment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. God wants us to have love. 
walk in love, and He wants us to grow in love until we have the perfect love like Jesus Christ. We love Him because He first loved us. The reason we can love God because He showed love to us. Do you know that Jesus died for you even before you were born? Jesus died for you, paid for your sin, even at the time you did not even care about it. Jesus paid for you, died for you, while you were still His enemies. He loved us first. Thank God, He loved us and He died for us. Do you know that God loved humanity so much? The Bible says in Matthew chapter five verse forty-five that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good. God loved humanity. He sent Jesus to die. He gave the sunlight to both the good and the evil people. And he sent rain, especially in Seattle, especially yesterday, <laughs> on the just and on the unjust. So we all get the rain in Seattle. You cannot run away. God sent rain to the just and the unjust. Why? Because He loved humans. He sent Jesus to die for all mankind, even people who don't know Him. He loved us first. He loved us even though we were unlovely. We rejected Him, and we don't even like Him. But He loved us first. Look at verse twenty to twenty-one. If someone say, "I love God," And hate his brother; he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. This is the fact. Listen carefully. Read this two scripture. This is the fact. The conclusion. Your love for God, if you really believe in God's love, experience the love of God, you confess with your mouth that God loved you, and you love Him because He loved you first. Your love for God is demonstrated in your love for your brothers and sisters. Listen one more time. Your fellowship with God is demonstrated in your fellowship with your brothers and sisters. You don't see God. Your commitment to God is demonstrated in your commitment to your brothers and sisters. Your love and your loyalty to God is demonstrated in your loyalty and love to your brother and sister. If you say to your friend, "You want to be a close friend with somebody," and you say to him, "Oh, I like you so much. I really like you, but you know." I hate your children. Your children are nasty. If I can, I want to treat your children like a dirt. Do you think that will work? You don't even have to do anything for him. If you do good to his children, he's gonna be your good buddy. A lot of people say, "I love God," but they're so mean to brother and sister in the church. That's why God say it's a liar. It's a lie. It's not true. God doesn't believe it. You need to understand one thing: God loves all of His children, every one of His children, no matter what church they are, 
the good children, the ungodly children, <laughs> the mean children, and the nice children, the hard-headed children, and the submissive children, the new children, the new believers, or the old believers, and the lovely one, and the unlovely one. God loves all of them. Recognize this. Remember this. Therefore, if you love God, you should treat His children in the right way. You should treat His children, the brother and sister, the same way you're going to treat Jesus Christ. You should not be mean to them. You should not use bad language to your brother and sister. You should hold grudges against your brother and sister. You should not hurt them. You should not take advantage of them. Steal their money. Do wrong to them. Because if you do that, you do to the Lord as well. Let me read Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25, verses 34 to 40. Matthew 25. Look at what God said regarding how we treat each other. Matthew 25, 34 to 30. Then the king, mean God, will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Actually, I say to you, Inasmuch as you did it to one of these, of the least of these my brethren, who are the brethren, the believers, those who believe in Jesus Christ, you did it to me. Some Christians go to church, raise hand and sing, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. And turn around, I don't like you. Stay away from me. When you sing, I love you, Lord, the Lord is going to ask you this question. What did you do to my children? How did you treat my children in the church? You cannot separate the love for God from the love for the brothers and sisters. Period. If you really love God, you will love your brothers and sisters. I really respect my father-in-law. That's why I treat my wife correctly. Amen? If you respect your father-in-law, you're going to treat your wife very well. If you respect God, you're going to treat the brother and sister very well. You will be sweet to them, help them, love them, Speak to them in 
with honorable word. Don't yell at them. Don't use bad language to them. Be kind to them, because you treat them as if you treat the Father in heaven. In John chapter 14, verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandment. Jesus said, "If you love me, keep my commandment." And look at what he commands. John 14:23 to 24. Jesus answered and said to him, "If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not of mine, but the Father who sent me." What is the commandment of God? In John chapter 13, we read a while ago. I read one more time. John 13, 34 to 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. What is the commandment of God? Love one another. Do you love Jesus? How many people love Jesus? How do you show love to Jesus? Love your brothers and sisters. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The reason I'm going to continue this sermon next time. This is half of the sermon. The reason we can love brother and sister because we love God first. We do it unto the Lord. We can love even the most mean person in this church. He's so mean to you. But you still love him. Unto the Lord. Because you love God first. You are able to love them. Ephesians chapter 4, 30 to 32. This is a command how we can love one another. Ephesians 4, 30 to 32. Oh, by the way, your wife is also your sister. You may say, yes, I can love Pastor Lau, I can be nice to uh, sister so-and-so, but my wife, <laughs> sorry, I'm not going to treat her well. Your wife is your sister too. You need to treat your wife even better. Amen? You will be so amazed. If you make your wife happy, that the situation in the house is going to change, turn around. Happy wife. Two wife. Two wife, work for life. Three wife, no life. So I decided to have one wife and happy wife. So I don't have to work until I turn 90 years old. Yeah. Ephesians chapter 4, you know why I have to work for life, you know that. Yeah. You have to pay for the child support. <laughs> for Ephesians 4, 30 to 32. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. So God say, when we treat each other, don't have bitterness, don't blow out in wrath and anger, evil speaking to one another. And be kind to one another. Tender-hearted, forgiving one another, 
Just as God in Christ, do you notice in Christ forgave you. Let me ask this question: Are you going to have a very warm, fuzzy feeling when one of your brothers steals something from you? When your brother stab your back, talk bad about you behind you? When they do something to cause you to lose reputation, you're going to have good feeling. Are we loving them because we have good feeling? No. We love the unlovely brother and sister, those who hurt your feeling, those who say mean things to you. Not everyone is mature in the church. We have a lot of immature people too, that they may do mean things to you, do wrong things to you because they are immature. You're not going to feel loving them, feel like loving them, but you can love them instead of slapping on them face. Because you love Jesus, in Christ Jesus. Everyone say in Christ. in Christ. Everyone say unto the Lord. For the sake of Christ, I'm gonna love the unlovely brothers. For the sake of Christ, unto the Lord, because He loved me first. Amen. Amen. Can you be kind when your flesh want to be mean? Can you be tender-hearted when your flesh say, "I want to be hard-hearted"? Can you speak nice when your flesh say, "I'm going to yell at him, let him get a lesson, God teach him a lesson"? Can you do good to people, to your brother and sister who has offended you? Yes, you can, because the Bible say the love of Christ constrain us. Not to be mean, angry, and do good to those who are mean to us, and the love of Christ compels us to love, to serve, to build, and to lay down our life for one another. The key is the love of God. Let me read from Amplified Bible, Ephesians four thirty-two, and become useful. Everyone say useful, helpful. And kind to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, forgiving one another readily and freely, as God in Christ forgave you. I want to make a conclusion of this sermon. We can be tender-hearted to one another. We can love one another. We can be kind to one another. Because. We want to do it for the sake of the Lord. We want to make God happy. Amen. Amen. We're gonna grow up. We will not be immature and carnal Christians. We're gonna be spiritual Christians that will do good to our brother and sisters. John chapter fourteen verse twenty-one. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. How many people want to receive the favor from God? How many people want God to look from heaven and say, "Ooh, I like that son of mine, daughter of mine. I'm going to show special love to him or her." How do you do that? By obeying His commandment to love one another. God is going to give you special favor. He's gonna love you specially.
Because the Bible says, if you obey His commandment to love one another, you will be loved, special love, from Jesus and from the Father in heaven. That really motivates me to die to the flesh and treat people in the right way, no matter what they do to me. Amen. Everyone say, unto the Lord. Everyone say, for Christ's sake, I will love. My brothers and sisters, God helps me to do so. Amen. Next time we will continue to learn more scripture. I'm going to show you a lot of scripture that God say all over the Bible that the reason we love our brothers and sisters because we do it unto the Lord. Your eyes are on God, not on human. If your eyes look at human, you're going to be disappointed. And you're going to react in the fleshly way. But your eyes are on the Lord. And you say, God, for you, I'm going to love them. I'm going to do good to them. I'm going to help them. Before I close the sermon, I'd like to ask, if anyone in this room don't know Jesus Christ, or you may know Jesus Christ, but you never follow him, you just kind of never walk with God, and you say, from today, I want to walk with Jesus. I want to really become a real disciple of Jesus Christ. I'd like to ask you to... Speak to God. Pray to God right now. The prayer of commitment that say, God, from today, I want to follow you. I want to serve you all the days of my life. Anyone in this room say, I want to be a child of God. Raise your hand up. Say, I want to be a child of God. I want to follow God. Pray with me right now. Father in heaven, you are love. You love me first. You sent your son to die on the cross, to pay for my sin. I received your love. I want to experience your love and your goodness. Oh Lord, I repent of my sin. Jesus, come into my life. Become my God and my Savior. I give my life to you. From today on, I will walk with you. I will read the Bible, listen to you, serve you, be a part of a local church, grow up, obey your commandment. I will learn how to walk in love, loving my brothers and sisters. I will walk by faith. Help me, Lord. I'm born again. And I become a citizen of heaven. Thank you, Lord. From today on, God Jehovah, the creator of the universe, become my father. I am a child of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give hand to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'd like to pray specifically for a group of people who have a hard time forgiving 
and showing love. You know one thing: the person that the most difficult situation that you can show love to people is not somebody you meet on the street or some brother and sister in the church that you just know them only a few minutes. People that you have most difficult time loving and forgiving are those who are close to you: your husband. Your wife, your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, people in the same care group, people that you hang out the most, are those that you struggle forgiving. Is that right? If you have that problem in your heart today, I like to lay hand and pray for you that you will be set free to love. Those who have offended you and hurt you, those who hurt you the most, usually in the same home. They are in the same home. I'm glad I'm not in your home because you may hate me too. <laughs> you will know who I am after you live in me for a while. You know my weaknesses, and you start to find out that I'm not perfect. No one is perfect. Amen. If you struggle with that issue. I like to pray for you here and ask God. And if you say, "God, I don't have enough love. My love is not perfect." The one who gives you love, the Bible says in the Book of Romans, chapter five, say that God pour out His love upon us by the Holy Spirit. The more Holy Spirit, the more fruit you have, and the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, peace. And joy. That's why we need to be spiritual people, not carnal people. Follow the Holy Spirit, led by the Spirit. If you are those people that really have a hard time forgiving your own spouse or your own mother-in-law, your father, your sibling, come out here first. I like to pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we believe in miracles. We believe that the anointing can break the yoke, can remove the burdens from people's shoulder. The anointing of God can set the captive free. Jesus, two thousand years ago, you were anointed with the Holy Spirit. To heal those who are oppressed by the devil, you anointed Lord to open the eyes of the blind, to give liberty to those who are oppressed. May the anointing of God 
come set your people free they will become more loving forgiving forgive their own siblings the spouse forgiving their parents their close friends yes lord open your heart ask god to help you Jesus You ask God I just lay hand This is the ministry of the Holy Spirit You ask Him Specifically what you want Don't be vague Specifically what you want And ask the Holy Spirit to help you To minister to you Whatever you need May the Holy Spirit come in, clean you up, clean you up. Fire now, go away. Be free. Be free in the name of Jesus. Be free from unforgiveness, from fear, from phobia. Be free because love casts out all fear. Fear go away. The tormenting thing goes away. But fill with the love of the Holy Spirit. Love. Of God, supernatural love <laughs> of God, supernatural love of God by the Holy Spirit, supernatural healing, supernatural love, supernatural touch of God. Perfect in love, forgiving those who offend you, those who hurt you. Yes, Lord. Revival. Revival. Never be the same. Enter into the newness of life. Enter. <laughs> Victory 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 In your life Victory 
victory, victory. Yes, Lord, Jesus. <laughs> victory, Orukushka. Thank you, Jesus. New heart, new spirit. The heart of love, supernatural love. From today on, you will love people more than before. You will see things in a different way. Love Jesus. <laughs> May the love of God be demonstrated in your life. In the name of Jesus, we come by faith. We believe that on that day at the whipping post, Jesus carried your sickness and disease. Already done. The beating upon his body, pay for your sickness. And now we open our mouth and plead the Father for the right of the citizen of heaven to receive healing. The right of the citizen of heaven to be healthy, to live a long life. In the name of Jesus, you are a citizen of heaven. You have the right to be healed because of what Jesus did for you. Healed, healed, <laughs> healed, Jesus, Jesus. I pray, Father, that the people in Japan will have a revelation and understanding of the love of God. <laughs> the love of God. Open heaven and try your light upon Japan. And people there will know and understand the love of Jesus. And use this couple, Father, to impact many people in this generation. Fill them, Lord, with Your anointing, that they can get the job done for You. Breathe upon them the Holy Spirit, then send them. Use them, yes, Lord. <laughs> Use them, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You shall know your God. You shall know your God. God will become so real to you. Real. Never be the same. <laughs> Transformation from glory to glory to glory. 
from glory <laughs> to glory to glory transformation yes lord jesus jesus the chains in your life must be broken right now in jesus mighty name now in the name of jesus thank you jesus the anointing come all over you set you free set you free kushki shukora shigetariyala papakashki taba orokushki tariyala papakushki orokishki tariyala pa forgive 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 your daughter forgive your son love them with the love of Jesus love them unconditionally no matter what they do to you just love them be kind to them be tender hearted to them love them love your children Jesus Jesus thank you lord kushki tarayala pakashki shugore yala pakashki tarayala pa may the lord give you strength may the lord give you faith love and power to be able to walk a life of love change <laughs> fire jesus thank you jesus <coughs> jesus <laughs> impartation you will never be the same i give you more deposit i give you more of the things of god into your life I am a generous God and I give you generously. Yes, I deposit the things of heaven upon you. Oh, Rokaraga, you will never be the same. Yeah, you're going to have more wisdom. You're going to have more faith, more understanding of how to deal with your sons, your children, your grandchildren. Oh, you will be able to help a lot of people. The wisdom of God the faith of god that you're going to pray and god going to answer you deposit the things of rogamrikaski from heaven thank you jesus yes lord may the lord heal the wound in your heart the wound that has bothered you that has hurt you that scar will change into the star may the lord heal that wound in your heart by the power of the spirit in the name of jesus Thank <laughs> you.
New heart. New spirit. New. Never be the same. Excuse me, everyone in the back, uh, whoever is conversing, uh, if you could please take your conversations outside while Pastor Lau is ministering. Thank you. say that I will help you. You cannot do it by yourself. I will help you. I will help you turn you around. I will fill your heart with my presence, with my love. So you can handle it. And you're going to have victory. Be of good cheer. Because I have overcome the world. I will help you. You don't do it by yourself. I will be by your side and I will be with you to help you to the end. Yes. <laughs> be of good cheer. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord say, have faith. Stand in faith. Don't give up. Don't give up. You will not lose if you don't give up. You pray. Keep praying. Keep believing. And I will help you. I will take action. I will intervene for you. Don't give up. Don't walk by sight. But walk by faith. Pray. Believe, I will help you. Fire, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Filled him. Yes, Lord. With faith, the faith. <laughs> Fire. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Nina, God speak to you. I will take care of you. I am your father. I am your real father. You don't have earthly father around you. But I will take care of you. All the days of your life. Don't worry. Don't be anxious. <laughs> You are my daughter. I'll take care of you. <laughs> Fire. 
Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> The Lord said to you, "Be patient. Be patient." I heard your prayer. I know what is going on. Be patient. <laughs> May the grace of God come upon Elizabeth. More grace. More grace. Trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To a m a l gathered in your name, I lift.